Okay, hello everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like true crime. My white t-shirt. Urban legends. Uh, I usually don't wear white t-shirts, that's why I brought it up. Cryptozoology. My face in general. (laughs) (laughs) Anything spooky related. Uh Uh-huh, yep, including my face. Every single week since 1994, mm-hmm. Lindsay and I... And a wo- half. Oh, what? 1994 and a half. Since 1994 and one half, Lindsay and I separately of one another. Lynn's goes to uh, wherever and I go to uh, who cares. And then we research <laughs> a topic. We walk back inside of our home and then we discuss what we research for the very first time with each and every one of you. And this week, I'm dedicating my portion of the episode to all of our brave computer people who are going to be storming Area 51. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for them. Well, I'm kind of scared for them. Me too. Well, I'm going to dedicate mine to all the ghosts that are going to be left alone that weekend because everybody (laughs) is going to be alien chasing. Uh, So you... That's a really, you know, that's, I really enjoy your brain because (laughs) I, well, you know, it just, it's a very good brain. Things murderers say before they kill someone. Like, oh, thankfully all the ghosts are left alone this weekend. They get a little holiday. Yeah, they really do because everyone, seemingly everybody on earth is going to be going to Area 51 Mm -hmm. and the ghosts just get to kind of kick it. They're just kicking it this weekend. Yeah, they sure are. If this is your first time listening, last week... We talked about, I brought in a story about a new blurry cryptid. Yeah, that went away when the bushes got cut down. Yeah, some guy cut down the bushes and never showed up again. And then you talked about creepy camping stories. Yeah, I brought back creepy camping. And one thing we also brought up was Stardew Valley. And what I'd like to do really quick is just, oh boy, maybe this will be the only time we do it. Uh, Lynn's... Update us on how your progress has been going on your farm. What's new with your farm on Stardew Valley? You just always want to call me out on my farm. I've stopped doing it because I feel like, you know what? That was just the path you chose uh, to get a lot of free diamonds in Stardew Valley. So what have you been up to on your farm? Not much. Uh Uh, I now have a machine that produces diamonds all the time. But you have one of those too. I got one from the library or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I donated a bone flute, which I thought of Eli because he has flute arms. Uh Um, Not much. Not much is happening. You were telling me last night because I was recording a few new upcoming episodes of Myth Takes. You were telling me last night that you got a duck and i got a, a duck and i incubated a new chicken okay i can't remember their names though but i do remember i thought it was very funny yeah that's right and you forgot what you named it yeah i don't remember uh just in case we didn't mention it on last week's episode Lindsay did name her horse fumby yeah so what, no i think it's a good name for a horse <laughs> okay um what's been going on with my farm Lindsay? not a lot it's uh it's the second spring for me which is good Mm -hmm. Uh, have a lot of cool sprinklers and I'm just going to really go for it this spring. My farm has monsters. Yeah, your farm literally does have monsters. Well, I have a slime machine now that will make slime eggs. Oh, cool. So I kill slimes. Yeah. And now I can make slime eggs. What do those even do? Slime eggs. They're just cool, you know? I feel like I've accessed the Stardew Valley specific Wikipedia page like 4,000 times in the last week. 
Maybe. Because it's funny, like, you always have to search up, like, what are the best crops? But then you have to search in Stardew Valley because you get a lot of, like, actual real information. And then you get the Stardew Valley information. Well, let's talk about spooky things. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to keep our listeners up to date on our Stardew Valley progress because we have two separate farms. Uh, Well, Linz, I'm first this week. Yes, you are. Now, I have some breaking booze. But the breaking booze is also my entire topic. Okay. And I feel like everybody on earth can guess what it is, and so can you. Is it a cryptid? Oh, no. That was a swing and a miss. Oh. Mm Mm-mm. It's just about the alien invasion? Yeah. It's about... (laughs) It's about... Okay, if... Well, I guess that's kind of a cryptid. I mean, aliens. Yeah, I guess... Are they their own genre, or...? I I think they're their own genre. So it's like cryptids, ghosts, aliens. Yes. Because I yeah. I I look at cryptids as being like closely associated with like mythological creatures and folklore and stuff, and I guess one could argue that aliens or extraterrestrials are as well because they say that they're in the hieroglyphs in Egypt and all that stuff in the pyramids. And who even put these rocks here? Probably aliens. They're the space urban legends. Yeah, space cryptids. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Okay, so. If you have not heard about this yet, dear listeners, or listener, yeah, I, I don't want to assume. Then you haven't checked your social media. <laughs> it's Because it's everywhere. So a few days ago, there were 300,000 people that said they were going to go to an event that was created on Facebook, where the creators of this event just want to storm Area 51. And their reasoning is, well, they can't stop all of us. So but they're just going to hide them more. Well... Here's the thing. If 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 they even get that far. Yeah. So the the Facebook group and the Facebook event, if you want to search it up, go right ahead. It just says Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us. That's a real group that that exists on Facebook and a real event that exists on Facebook. So a few days ago there were 300,000 people that said they were going to go. Uh and there were over 100,000 that said they were interested. Well, this is a Facebook event, right? Yeah. Every time I've ever done a Facebook event, like I'll invite a hundred people, and maybe seven will show up. Out of the out of the a hundred people that said that they would for sure do yeah. it. Yeah. Yep, that always happens. Like realistically, who's going to show up to the? Well, I don't know what seven percent of. Well, okay, so now it's over eight hundred thousand people, right? Okay. So I'm going to Google what's seven percent of eight hundred thousand. 56,000 people. That's still a good chunk of change, but they might actually be able to stop 56,000. Well, they could. <laughs> and I've I've done a lot of research and I have a lot of facts based on the practicality of this thing even happening and also stuff about Area 51 and also there, as one could imagine, you have almost 1 million people who said they're going to go do this thing. It's probably a joke, right? Right. Well, people are probably just saying they're going to go because it's a cool thing to do right now. Yeah, it's funny for sure. Yeah. But I would imagine that even though it's a joke, almost a million people saying that they're going to flood a government base in the middle of the desert in Nevada, you probably still like the the people responsible for Area 51 and its security are probably still like, oh, great. Come September 20th, we're going to have to like do stuff. And like be ready for a bunch right. of internet kids to run through the mountains and try try to try to get in here. Well, the security is gonna be so high. I mean, I don't mean to burst anyone's bubble, but like 
this isn't going to be as easy as you think it's going to be. No. And my entire segment of this week's show, it's basically bursting everyone's bubble. <laughs> and I think it's because I I just don't want anyone to get hurt. You know? This is how I think it's going to go. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> so if a good chunk of people do show up uh-huh. and they are saying... We are forcing ourselves in here. What's really going to happen, it's going to be like when you are really excited to take a brewery tour and then you get in there and you're like, man, I just want to drink some beer and this sucks. Yeah. I don't want to learn how to make this beer. Now, you you and I are speaking from experience because we did this in New York City one time and it was just like, okay, I mean, it's fine, but... Yeah, it was like an hour and we were just like, can we go back to our family now? Like, this is not fun yeah. anymore. You've you've passed around the ninth sample of hops <laughs> that we're smelling and it's touched all these people's hands and a lot of them don't look very clean. Can we just go have a beer? Is that cool? Right. I don't even think you got a free beer from doing the tour. But what I think would be really cool that people could profit off of is small businesses make as many alien themed stuff. Oh, yeah. And set up like a big flea market. That would be sweet. Now, make a killing. I wonder. Well, I, I bet you it already it's it's already happened. Alien but like, popsicles, alien pillows, a- alien planters. I wonder if our friends at Discount Cemetery are going to make collector's shirts for the storming of Area 51. They should. Wouldn't that be excellent? That would be pretty cool. You know that there's two customers sitting here right now. And maybe if they make shirts for dogs, our dog could buy one <laughs> as well. So if anyone... I stormed Area 51. And all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> and I did escape with my life, which is not lousy. Having fun at Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Here's a little bit. I, I took some screenshots from the group discussion in this group. Okay. Was this the original group? This is the group. Okay. And as of two hours ago, so as of noon on Sunday, July 14th, Mm -hmm. the group had 886,000 confirmed quote unquote members. How many interested? Uh, Over 100,000. And I am one of those people. (laughs) So I could stay up to date with with the group. So I just, I, I marked a couple of the posts in the group that I thought were really funny and they were all brand new as of again noon on uh july july 14th yeah uh one person said that it looks like they're going to be fine because keanu reeves and chuck norris are on board oh which is nice and i'm sure that this is photoshopped but uh someone let's just play pretend here for a minute which we like to do on the show and let's just say this isn't photoshopped it's a picture of chuck norris and underneath this is area 51 count me in Gotcha. Uh, What else? Uh, This one person was asking their friend if they can take that day off of school uh, so they can go do it. Well, is it it in September? It's September 20th. Okay. Is the uh, alleged date. Yeah. That this is supposed to happen. Man, traffic around here is going to be great because hopefully everyone goes to Area 51. I hope so too. For the weekend. Yeah, I hope so. I would love it. So I think that implies that you and I are probably not going to be going to Area 51. (laughs) Unless someone pays for us. I mean, I would definitely go. Yeah. It's not off of the board. Okay. So... It's not off of the Ouija board. You're right. It's not off the Ouija board. But... Now, we we do have a Venmo and whatever else. (laughs) So if you want to pay for us to get there, 
Do you think anyone has a GoFundMe to get to Area 51? A thousand percent. I bet you there's like 50 <laughs> of them right now. And I wonder like, or people have Kickstarters to do it. And then like all the tiers, like if you donate $5, I'll send you this. I'll send you a picture of me at Area 51. You get my hand because it's probably going to get, <laughs> my hand might fall off on the way there. If you send a million dollars, I'll bring you back an alien. Uh, someone on the group asked if they could live stream it, which is very smart. Mm. If they are going to do it, they could. For those who can't make it, like us. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's one person saying, uh, hey, are we really doing this? I need to, I need to request some paid time off from work. (laughs) Uh, and then this one person called everyone here clowns saying that they're all, (laughs) they're all going to get shot by security guards. (laughs) Yeah. That's not, you know, too far-fetched my my favorite post though says uh i'm making sandwiches what does everyone want on theirs <laughs> and i thought that's really funny also funny. the 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 concept of making eight hundred thousand sandwiches man imagine making eight hundred thousand sandwiches like i just made maybe not even three dozen cookies yes and it only took me like 40 minutes now subtract three because i've had three and there's one <laughs> sitting next to me here that i'm waiting to eat by your computer but yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of sandwiches. It's a lot of sandwiches. Almost one million sandwiches. I think people should go just to see the sandwich lady. Oh, yeah? Or guy or whoever it is. Oh, it was was a woman. Yeah. Show up, get a free sandwich. Oh, my gosh. I just really like this. This whole thing is insane. So the description of the group is short and sweet. We will all meet up at the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. Hmm. Now, my favorite part about that is that almost a million people are going to meet at a place. And then as soon as they're there, then they're going to figure out how they actually do it. Yeah, they don't have a game plan. And, okay, this is my thought process is like Area 51 is known for having aliens. Uh, That's the rumor, yeah. Yes, that's a rumor. You really think they're still keeping them there? Even no. If, no, absolutely not. They're too not. smart. They're like keeping them in Nebraska somewhere where no one else is. You know where they're probably keeping them? Area 52. <laughs> right next door. Right. It's literally directly next door. It's 10 yards away, but everyone's like, oh, that's just Area 52. Go to Area 51, see some aliens, but really all the aliens are next door. Yeah, 10 yards away. Huh. Very close. Yeah. Above ground, and and there's even a sign that says Area 52, no aliens here. <laughs> Uh, it's, but may, maybe go knock on their door. The people that have Airbnbs in that area are going to make a killing that weekend. Oh my gosh. And hotels. I would think. And businesses. This actually could be a really good thing. So we just need to, when you want to like bring people to your city, you just need to have some sort of like weird cryptid slash story to get them all there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you absolutely do. Create Create some sort of a tourist attraction in a way or some spectacle. Have everyone come there to, quote unquote, storm the Area 51, whatever that may be for your particular uh, area. I'm surprised government hasn't made a like post or announcement about this yet. So they, they've they interviewed people. who I, I, I say they. A lot of media outlets and online journalists and stuff have been interviewing people who are associated with it. And I, I have some information from some of these interviews and some from these, sto- from some of these stories uh, that I like to read. Okay. Because uh, I think that this could help people who are actually considering doing it. 
Okay. So tips, tips to storming Area Fifty One. So when when this came out, I believe this report came out yesterday, which is Saturday. There was already five hundred thousand people who were signed up, and again, there's over eight hundred thousand people who said yes, they're going to do it. They're convinced that four thousand square mile patch of desert might hold advanced technology from space aliens who have visited our planet. There are a volunteer army of people who are said that they're going to raid the Air Force Base around dawn. Again, around dawn. Just they're... Why are they leaking so much information? Because now the government knows exactly what you're doing. I have no idea. It's like setting up a plan to rob a bank, but you're contacting that bank and telling them exactly how it's going to go down first. Well, that's the thing. They're really not even being exact. Because they're like, oh, it'll be around dawn. Let's all meet at the visitor center and we'll just kind of figure it out. And Is this going to be like the fire festival? Uh, probably. Like everybody's going to hype it up and then you're going to get there and you're going to get homegirl sandwiches. Yeah, probably. But they're probably going to be better than the fire festivals. You know, I would go come for the aliens, stay for the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Uh, you make your own shirt. Yeah. Oh, that wouldn't be a bad shirt. <laughs> okay. Area 51, come for the aliens, stay for or Area 51 raid. Come for the aliens, stay for the sandwiches. Oh, correct. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Here's a little bit more from the report. Uh, According to the event's organizers, who otherwise seem interested mainly in internet memes and video games, the raid will require the invaders to, quote, run faster than their bullets, end quote, but it will be worth it to, quote, see them aliens. One of my favorite parts about the uh, article I read is that there was a link on internet memes and video games just in case someone reading this article didn't know what either memes or video games were. Oh. And I think that's very funny. Uh, An Air Force spokesperson told NBC News the service branch was aware of the Facebook post but declined to provide additional comment. Because they're sitting there thinking, what? Yeah. They're like, come on with this. Everybody's just going to call off work that day. I mean, not a bad day. I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to deal with almost a million people coming here. Not a bad day to call off work, though. You know? Yeah. It might. This this could honestly turn into like a funny uh, national holiday, maybe. Area 51 raid day. (laughs) Maybe. See them alien day. I hope it doesn't turn into a macabre holiday of like Area 51 massacre because... It's ridiculous. So I have a little bit of information here from some actually some intelligent people who know a lot about it. Okay. Okay. Because we're not. (laughs) Uh, Military historians and scientists involved in the search for... uh, Military historians and scientists involved in the search for extraterrestrial intelligence or SETI or SETI dismissed the conspiracy theorists claims. That being that aliens actually live there. Quote... Area 51, as a rationale in support of visiting aliens, is an argument from ignorance. And that's from Seth Shostak, a senior astronomer of the SETI Institute in Mountain View, California. He continues, yes, Virginia, oh, the, the, the person asking the question, yes, Virginia, there really are extraterrestrials, but they're in a place where you can't see them. That's not very convincing, end quote. Area 51 is officially an outpost of the Edwards Air Force Base in California. The site was first used for the development and testing of U-2 spy plane or of the U-2 spy plane in the early 1950s. CIA officials and employees of the Lockheed Skunk Works 
the California-based engineering program that built the U-2 spy plane, picked the remote location near the Nevada nuclear test sites as a suitable place for the secret project because it was just so remote. Right. And it's it's literally like you you see photos of Area 51, aerial photos or people like far away on the mountains or whatever. It's extremely remote. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, how are people going to even get there? Well, I have information on that as well. Okay. Quote, it was an out of sight, out of mind idea. A dry lake surrounded by high ground. It was ideal. It was completely desolate. And that's from London-based journalist Chris Pockuk. Not Pocky, like my favorite Japanese dessert. Yeah. The U-2 program left Area 51 in 1957. Later, the site was used for testing of other advanced military aircraft, including the supersonic SR-71 Blackbird and the F-117 Stealth Bomber, according to Pockuk. So it's a place where they test military stuff, secret military weapons and aircraft. Right. And I understand that with a lot of secrecy that shrouds this place, conspiracy theorists and people who need there to be aliens somewhere around here somewhere are going to go, oh, it's obviously right here at Area 51. Right. Be well, because there were there were also some whistleblowers, I believe, who used to work at Area 51, who I think had some convincing arguments maybe or quote unquote some evidence. I mean, I'm sure they have weird stuff there. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent they do. Okay, so there's, uh, where is it? Another reporter said, anyone who actually does want to show up around September 20th may find that the biggest threat they face will not be the bullets, but it will be the unforgiving desert terrain. There's a quote here, quote, the security guards could just sit back and wait, he said. They don't have to do anything if they don't want to. The desert will take care of these people, end quote. Yeah, because like, if you drive out there, like, you have to have extra gas with you because... Yeah. I don't even know how far it is from, like, civilization. Civilization? Civilizations. <laughs> it's actually pretty far away from anything. Uh, and I have more information on it as well. But yeah. but there's... Okay, so here's a small story about this person's... What's it called? Like, a tourism thing that they'll, they'll do tours out there and they'll stop at the uh, perimeters where it says, like, warning... Like deadly force is is authorized if you cross this point. Yeah. So they were doing this tour out there. I, I don't have the name of the actual place that does the tours, but they were driving. And one of the drivers, according to this person, it actually made national news a few years ago. They were driving and got distracted by one of the um, tourists' questions. Mm -hmm. And I guess like turned around to answer this person's question and then accidentally drove over one of the barriers. Not really a barrier, but just some signs that say, don't drive past here. Yeah. And they did. And within seconds, they saw what they refer to as the, quote, camo dudes. And they showed up at their car in a few unmarked vehicles, had everyone get out of the car, searched everybody for like hours, I guess, and then escorted them back only like a few feet back to the thing. And I guess during some of these tours, they've also had that this company has also had helicopters or planes flying over their things. And they've also reported like those little red lasers that yeah. show, have like shown up on their cars and stuff to freak them out to get them to leave. Right. So but that's why people want to storm it because they're like, oh, they can't handle all of us if we do that. Mm -hmm. I guess like I, I, I looked up directions on how to get to this place. And from what I gathered... It's about 82 miles. Like if if you're driving to Area 51 from Las Vegas. Yeah. The last gas station before you're able to get to Area 51 is 82 miles away. And then from there, 
to the next town past, if you continue to go west, is 160 miles. Yeah. Which is, that's, it's that's extremely remote. Yeah. And I guess it's only dirt roads. And I guess those dirt roads are pretty unforgiving. They say one of the other obstacles is the desert terrain. It's, quote, remarkably unforgiving. Loose sand, rocks, cactus, venomous snakes, uh, and a bunch of series of desert mountains. What do they think? Okay, say that they, you know, fight the terrain and they get there. And they storm it, and there's a lot of them. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, you're all just gonna sandwich into the place? Yeah, like, what are you gonna do? It's gonna be like a supermarket on a Sunday? Yeah. Like, annoying. Are you gonna, like, take turns walking in? Yeah, like, is somebody gonna, like, set up a carpet and, like, a rope it off and, like, pay for tickets to get in? Like, what are you gonna do when you get there? They're not going to do anything. They're 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 not going to know what to do. It's just this is just such a like a it's obviously just someone's silly plan that kind of has just gained a lot of cool. traction. But realistically, there are people I'm sure who said they will go to the thing who are serious about it. Yeah, there there has to be. Well, nowadays I kind of believe it because nowadays like a new like coffee shop or something will open and people will wait in line for like hours yeah just to have like a coffee that you could like go to starbucks and get speaking of starbucks even when we were on vacation and we walked through pike's place the 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 place yeah the the place where the first starbucks is people are still waiting in line over an hour just to get a coffee at a Starbucks. But there's two, there's literally two Starbucks, two blocks down. Yeah. Same thing. People will wait in line. Just not the original one. Oh, yeah. Like, people will wait in line for anything, and people will wait in line at an airplane hangar to go see an alien inside of it. (laughs) Especially if your line is 800,000 people deep. Okay, so instead of bashing it, say that you were with a group of people and you got in. Okay, yes. You find a bunch of little aliens in there. Are they alive or are they not alive? They're alive. Oh, okay. They're just like, they're running around. They're scared because they're like, oh no, (gasps) they found us. Can't catch me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you bring one home or do you leave them there? I would get, uh, I would get video of it. Okay. I wouldn't. I don't think I touch them. Uh, I definitely, and I'm like, I know that we're playing pretend, but I'm being serious. I get video, probably wouldn't touch them. I wouldn't hurt him. I wouldn't want to take him home. I just want to get some video, maybe some pictures of him, and maybe like, yeah, I'd probably like try to get like a selfie with him. <laughs> just like okay, say you could take one home. What would you name it, and what would its job be around the house? <sighs> I would leave its job up to the alien. You know, okay, so because, whatever he feels comfortable or she yeah. or it feels comfortable doing. Yeah, I guess whatever they kind of want to do, because I know nothing about real life aliens. Mm-hmm. So I would assume this is the 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 conversation I had with our new alien who I'd probably name uh, Pickle. Uh, <laughs> I'd say, well, Pickle, um, if, if you don't like me calling you Pickle, you know, you just maybe probably telepathically tell me what you want me to call you. Yeah. Uh, I can only assume stuff about you. I feel like you're really smart because we on earth kind of think that you're like extremely smart. So whatever you want to do around here, you, I mean, that'd be great. I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole you into doing like certain things, but just flourish little buddy. 
Yeah, you just have Pickle kicking it. Yeah, Pickle would kick it. Okay. If Pickle didn't want to do much, that's okay. You uh, just hang out. Yeah, yeah, Pickle could just kick it. And I'd say the, the, the door is open. If you want to leave, that's fine. But, you know, just know that I'd, I'd like to be your friend. Okay. What would what would you do if you get to Area 51, hmm. you've waited in line, surprisingly not very long. You were maybe like 10th back yeah. in the line at 800,000 people. You got in there, same situations. There's little aliens running around. What would you do? Well, I wouldn't. If I had to take one home, I would. But, like... I probably wouldn't want to touch him. Yeah, I'd be scared. Because I was like, I don't know. You guys have been held captive, and I don't know what's up with you. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe would just try to take a picture, and then I would, like, shout out to the aliens at 51. What do you mean? Like, you'd tweet at like him? I'd tag him, like, <laughs> at alien party. At pickle 43. <laughs> pickle plays 43. I don't know. Say um, say an alien who I'd like you to name walked up to you and said, I'd like to go back to your guys' house. Okay. Would you name it? Yeah, but I would have like an undercover name and then his real name. Okay. Or its real name. Yeah. I would like call him Cat. So when people asked if I had pets at home, I could be like, yeah, I got a cat. And then they wouldn't think I was weird because I, you know, I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, that's his name. What would what would its real um, name be? Chaos Steven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I just imagine that he would probably be a little chaosy, you know? Yeah. But I just let let it do it, whatever Chaos Steven wanted to do. I think that makes the most sense to like, yeah, just kind of let the aliens do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, just give them free reign of kind of whatever they want to do because that way then they're, they they really can't be mad at you because you're like, you're your own alien. Okay, so if any of our listeners want to take home an alien uh-huh. and they want to name that alien, let us know on social media at spooky underscore spouses what you would name your alien mm-hmm. and if you'd make them do a chore around the house. I think that sounds great. Let us know. Yeah, please let us know. And if any one of our listeners is actually going to the thing, like if you're committed and you're like, yeah, I'll go check it out, see what it's all about, also let us know. Yeah, live stream it. Yeah, please live stream it. (laughs) Don't die in the desert, please. Yeah, also, and this goes without saying, don't die in the desert, but also be SD, be safe in the desert. Yeah, bring water, gasoline, snake crusher. Yes, bring a snake smasher. (laughs) (laughs) Some people call it a hammer. A lot of people call it a snake smasher. Yeah. Uh, That's all I have. Nice. A lot about Area 51. but I'm curious to see when it happens, what happens. Well, this is the first piece of news that we've had on the show that's literally been national news. Yeah. And it is breaking. Right. Like, we've we've talked about things that have been national news, probably, that's happened a while ago. But, like, this is happening right now. Yeah. Just please don't be, don't get hurt. Just please be safe. I'm kind of sad that Rapo didn't get this much national news. Well, yeah, because Rat Boat is an actual threat, and it's scary and weird. <laughs> All right, whatever. Speaking of Rat Boat, let's uh, swab the poop deck. <laughs> we'll do a little haunted housekeeping, and then we'll be back. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see each and every one of you in three, two, one. Our show, the one you're listening to right now, is a proud member of the Scavengers Network podcast, special buddies, and special friends. 
The Scavengers Network was started by our big, beautiful boss, baby boy, benevolent brisket boy, Colin Parker. You can also check out all the wonderful podcasts on there, including ours. And they also have a merchandise store that you can buy your spooky gear or any other gear from the podcast on the network. Um, we also have a Patreon. You can donate $1 to a million. <laughs> and with that money, we can do a lot of cool stuff. We personally would like to do more investigations, do more interviewing, anything to be entertaining. Yeah. I mean, we'll even ju- we'll, we'll even learn how to juggle fire if you give us enough money as long as we can entertain y'all and essentially be your puppets we'll do it so you can check everybody out on the scavengersnetwork.com check it out search around and you can check out our patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network and if you like our show and you like some other shows on the network why not be a member and help us keep the lights on and also help us keep the words coming out of our mouths And we thrive on positive reviews and feedback. So if you have anything nice to say, please do. We love it. The best format for that is going to iTunes and rating and reviewing the show and also sharing our show with your friends. And if you have any questions at all about murder, (laughs) Bigfoot, cryptids, ghosts, anything we've talked about, anything you'd like us to talk about, please feel free and call our brand new state-of-the-art hotline at 803-816-BOOZE. That's 803-816-2667. You can call any time of day, any time of night. You don't even have to be a real person. You could be a ghost if you want. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, see ya. Bye. W-I-D-K. Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fishstick. Neil deGrasse Tyson. If I was going to get in a fight and I had to pick one astrophysicist to be on my side. <laughs> Lulu. In the beginning, there was milk. And it came out of a cow or whatever. This is right. a completely accurate representation of the history of milk, by the way. The Professor. I think it'd be pretty psychologically damaging to have to fight two building-sized babies. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just <laughs> seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a reason he's completely shaved. It's, I don't know, Radio, part of the Scavengers Network and Podcast NH. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and unfortunately, everywhere else. Welcome back, all our alien little buddies. Hey, bleep blorp. <laughs> blop bleep. Blop, blop bleep. Hey, one thing that's scary that happened just now is uh, Lynn's had to go get a coffee drink because she was falling asleep because she was tired. <laughs> and then she said, I might go mow the grass with my mouth after this. <laughs> well, it's speaking of Starbucks, since we were talking about it, um, not sponsored. They're not paying us to talk no. about We're just doing it free well. <laughs> yeah. I got one of those white chocolate uh, double energy espressos. You know what I will say, too? Holy moly. It's the the size of that coffee drink is intimidating. I'll probably mow the grass with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my story this week, I'm not going to tell you much about it. I'm just going to start reading it. Because just when you think it's funny, it gets 
it gets better. What What if you said, my story this week, I'm not going to tell you much about it. And that's why I'm not talking this week. And that's week. why it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one, actually, I want to say thanks to my boss, Rini, because she told me about it this week. You know what I realized? When we did our 80th episode where we did all the listener voicemails, mm-hmm. I realized that Rini and the caller we had named Cradge sound so familiar. They, yeah, it's they, really weird. They sound a I lot alike. Hmm, it's huh, really weird. I really hope we didn't get Right. <sighs> Hopefully not. Okay, so you ready? Yeah. Okay, so this story takes place in Oregon. Ah. Um, this is Timothy <laughs> t- Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> this story is about Timothy Smith and his fiance. So they just want a house. <laughs> Are you? Come on! I haven't even started this story yet. What? I'm excited to hear I about. I said Timothy. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm just excited to hear about Timothy Timid. Cricket. Okay. I'm excited to hear about Timothy. So Tim and his fiance um thought it was odd. They just bought a house in Portland, or not in Portland, in Oregon. Oh, I was going to say that they must make a lot of money. Um, they call it the Grissom home. Is Grissom a part of Oregon? Grissom? Yeah. Well, probably. I don't know. Anyways, they found their dream home and they moved in and they were in the process of moving in and they were out with some family and they thought it was really odd when they pulled up to their home. It was a Sunday afternoon and they spotted a MacBook Pro, a bottle of cider and some knives atop of their car. Sounds like some hipster was like was was <laughs> yeah. squatting in their squatting in their house. So they brought the items inside, thinking that maybe they were misplaced by one of their friends or their new neighbors. And um, the outside of our house smelled like beard oil. <laughs> the couple had closed the house about two weeks earlier and hosted a party on Saturday to celebrate their upcoming October wedding and the you know them purchasing their new house. Okay. So they just figured somebody left items on their car. Yeah, one super expensive item and two silly ones. What was it? A MacBook Pro, knives. Some cider and, and some c- knives. Cider. Um, inside the home, uh, Tim and his fiance noticed that some of their things had been shifted around and they spotted a vape pen on their kitchen that wasn't theirs. So it is some... It sounds like they have a squatting <laughs> hipster. Well, just listen. It gets really good. So <laughs> someone had taken off their central heating grates in the hallways and the bedrooms and pulled out the filters. Okay. So it gets a little scary. So Tim said he grabs two of the knives and is walking around looking for someone because it looks like someone had clearly broken in. Yeah, Um, and started vaping in their house. He found that the master bedroom door was locked and the couple used a key to get inside, but they found no one. The window was open and the screen was torn off and it looked like someone had apparently kicked a hole in the wall to their bedroom kicked a hole in the wall so their window was open and the screen was torn and then there was a huge hole kicked in their bedroom wall but the door was locked so someone got in the room locked the door and kicked a hole in their wall yeah rude (laughs) Uh, the couple found holes in the wall of the bedroom the mirror ripped off the nearby bathroom wall and all of Tim's hats were filled in the bathtub. Wait, all of Tim's hats were, they were in the bathtub full of so, water? <laughs> Tim 
said that he had a collection of baseball hats because he is a sports fan, and all his hats were in the bathtub. Filled with water or just in the bathtub? No, just in the bathtub. So... It sounds like a. It sounds like some hipster who was updating their Twitter and had a lot of ciders got trapped in their house and lost their vape pen and was just kicking walls looking for his vape. Well, um, there was some strangers' clothes, strangers' clothes on top of the washing machine as well. Did they say if they were made of tweed or fashionable <laughs> or no? No. <sighs> um, but Tim had saw that the hatch to the small crawl space on the third bedroom was open. Oh, great. He went down there with a knife and crawled through a roughly three feet tall space and yelled for anyone inside to announce themselves. I have some craft beer out here. <laughs> Tim said that he crawled about halfway through the space when he saw... Oh, no, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. A cat. Oh, okay. Wearing a green cashmere sleeveless shirt. Wait, what? Wait. (laughs) Staring back at him. Hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. (laughs) It was a... There's a cat wearing a cashmere sweater? A green one, yeah. Was it a human dressed like a cat or like a real cat? It was a real cat. Okay. He thought, this is weird, quote, said, no one leaves a dressed cat in a crawl space unless they're coming back to get him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a good point. (laughs) So he said he got out and shut the door and thought, okay, I think that someone's living in our crawl space. So he called 911 and about 15 minutes later, um, they came back and he heard what sounded handcuffs tightening as they searched his house. Turns out that there was a man um, living in their crawl space and he decided just to kick holes through all their walls so he would have easy access to other parts of the house. Oh, now did this guy think that both he and the actions he did were invisible? Yeah. So <laughs> let's just say he was a little more on wacky tabacky. Oh. But he also was wearing Tim's fiance's hooded onesie that had hearts and snowflakes all over it. Well, okay, in his defense, onesies are super cozy <laughs> and they there there are certain clothes that I like to wear that I refer to as movement clothes. Right. So he took his Tim's fiance's onesie. Yeah. Put his cat in a sweater. Yeah. Green cashmere. Pretty cool. And have been kicking it in the basement. Well, when they interviewed him later, he actually said that he would go into the home. um, He broke through the window. He made himself coffee. He ate one of the cupcakes that were on the counter. And he would drink beer from the fridge. And he would smoke out of their vape and play video games in the garage. Oh, that sounds like a cool life. (laughs) So he was just doing his own thing. So, yeah, he was apparently rested and you know, obviously is in trouble for damaging their home and basically scaring them and destruction of property. But he wanted everyone to know that his cat wasn't just a cat. Oh, okay. Well, Well, his cat's name was Spaghetti. Cool name for a cat. (laughs) Cool name. And he wanted a better life for his cat. So that's why he said he did it. Oh, that's really adorable. Yeah, but if it's not your own home, you know... Well, it's like, what really even is your own home? The funny thing about the whole article, honestly, is that they have pictures of the man. They have pictures of the cat. 
Yeah. They have pictures of the one cupcake that is eaten because he left the wrapper there. Okay. And they also have pictures of just these holes all over the walls. And one is like literally like right above the kitchen, like not the kitchen sink, the bathroom sink. Like the mirror is shattered on the ground and it looked like someone just like punched holes through the wall. Are, so he didn't think anybody was gonna notice <laughs> <laughs> well maybe they'll think it's like you know how like a new house like kind of settles maybe they'll be like oh the house is just settling and exploding maybe the walls. He thought like oh they'll just think it's haunted so spaghetti probably yeah. the coolest cat on earth because by association spaghetti is also a criminal and right. i think that's very funny to think of a cat as being a criminal i'll show you spaghetti oh let me see Oh, Spaghetti's a very cute cat. And that cat was wearing a green cashmere sweater? Yeah, he has scared eyes, though. Oh, are, well, are, they, are, are they scared? Or is that just like, you know, that's... Those are just spaghetti eyes, you know? Well, that's Spaghetti's blue steel or whatever. Isn't that what it was called from Zoolander? Yes. I mean, Spaghetti seems like a cool cat. But yeah, I don't have a really long story. I just wanted to like, I guess that's my breaking booze of what's just happening in the life of Spaghetti. I mean, is Spaghetti going to be the new grumpy cat? Oh, I hope so, because rest in peace, Grumpy Cat. Yeah. Because did you know that, that Grumpy Cat died? I did. So, well, there's also Bone Bone. Yeah, Bone Bone is a cool cat. Bone I think Bone he's exists. like Bone Bone 26 on Instagram or something. Yes, please follow Bone Bone 26. But I would think that Spaghetti, uh, Spaghetti Sweater needs his own uh, or needs its own Instagram. Yeah. I mean, does, well, okay, this is the thing. Does Spaghetti go to prison? Because he's a cat. He goes to cat prison. (laughs) Oh, there's cat prison? Yeah. Well, then all, I'm sorry, but all cats belong in prison because they all attack people and they're sassy and they take things. That's true. Well, no, I would say Spaghetti gets a freebie because Spaghetti, Spaghetti didn't choose the life that life because of the guy chose spaghetti you know what do you think went through his head when he named that cat spaghetti like was it because he's like i love spaghetti yeah (laughs) (laughs) i bet you that's it i bet you what went through this guy's head when he named spaghetti he went i'm gonna name you spaghetti and then in his brain he heard like a jackpot like one of those slot machines ching because yeah. that, that's a really good name for a cat. I will say that cat probably does look good in a green cashmere sweater. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it looks very good. But yeah, that's all I really have about the cat named Spaghetti. Well, thanks, Lens. I, you know, this guy broke into his house and, you know, maybe he was had a little much too much wacky tobacco. But... Mm-hmm. Like, why'd you leave your vape and stuff laying out? Well, because he probably thought he was invisible. Why he... even hide? <laughs> yeah, and like at at that point, don't even hide. Just lay on the right, couch. Right, because like you're being pretty obvious. And just say, hey guys, I'm not mean. I just I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. I'm here. I'm I on the couch. Your wife's onesie on. It's very cool and comfortable. It's comfortable. There's a cat somewhere here. Its name is Spaghetti, and it's uh, my best friend. Love Spaghetti. Well, Linz, thank you for the Spaghetti story. Yeah, I just wanted to update you on that crazy Spaghetti cat. You know what? Because it happened in Oregon, and it's that's in the Northwest, but right now, for my funny joke, we'll just say it was the West... What a good spaghetti western you just had. <laughs> Maybe spaghetti will be at the Area 51 rating. Uh, if I know anything about spaghetti and spaghetti's aura in general, spaghetti will be at the Area 51 raid. Cool. Well, hey, I think we need to do a little ghostly gabbers. Yeah. What do you think? I think so. Well, this week's ghostly gabber from our spooky hotline, and again, the number is 803-816-BOOZE. 
or 803-816-2667 is from our friend Katie Diddy. Hi, Lindsay and Jordan. It's Katie Diddy. Um, I was just in the bathroom, minding my own business, cleaning it, and there was a spider, and I thought, if I kill the spider, will it scream? So my question for you is, if, if spiders make noises, what noise would they make? Okay, thanks. Bye. Well, spiders are demons, so they would just make a growl noise. Yeah, and I'm going to say, how brave. Well, wait, Katie Katie didn't say if she killed it or not. No, she just, if it, I think if she was going to kill it, what noise would it make? Well, I hope, I mean, yeah, I understand spiders do a lot of good things and, you know, take them outside, sure. But if there's a spider and it's in our bathroom, you need you need to terminate the spider. See, I don't think I would know what noise that spider made because I would be too busy just yelling for you. For me? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Because I'm so scared of spiders. Yeah, there was... I remember there was one time there was a pretty big spider in our basement. There was a wolf spider in our basement and it was terrible. Was it a wolf spider or was it a werewolf spider? Because it was humongous. Or was it Satan himself? Well, it might have been like one of his messengers or something. But I remember I was upstairs and you were in the basement and I just hear almost like you were next to me because you yelled so loud. Please come here or my life's in danger or something like that. <laughs> I said my life was in danger. You said, um, but it was. Whenever you have a moment, I believe my life is in danger, (laughs) and there's a spider that's about the size of my hand on our wall. So I went down there and we killed it. But it was, it's scary too, because whenever I kill a spider, for the most part, Lindsay will watch me kill it. And that makes me even more tense. It's It's scary. Like how I, when I'm on an airplane and I'm scared, I have to see. So I have to see you kill it or I don't believe it's dead. Well, how traumatizing for you? Because what if that spider jumps onto me and eats, eats me? Then you have to watch that. Then I need to have that clarification. I need to know. That I was eaten alive? That you were eaten alive. All right, I guess that's fine. Teach their own. I feel like I would be the worst person to have, like, if you were going to commit a murder and I was an eyewitness, because you know I'd be locked in. I'd be watching that whole time and I'd let you do your thing. And then I'd report you total description to the cops. Yeah, the cops would be like, are you sure you got everything? You'd point to your eyes and then you'd tap on your head like you'd you'd point to your brain. (laughs) So I watched it. So if I guess if I may be so bold, Katie Diddy... I don't think that Lindsay has a real answer for you because I don't know if she's ever really killed a spider, but I've killed many. At least since Lindsay and I have been together, I've killed many spiders. And the noise they make is usually like a kind of like mid-range, pretty loud burp noise, just like a funny belch. Or sometimes um, they always say, oh, man, oh, come on. Right before you kill them. I think what would be the most irritating thing is if you're going to kill a spider and they laughed at you. Oh, for sure. Then you'd be like, you little punk. You little, you, uh, yeah. You punk. You punk. <laughs> you, wait, what did, what did the one ghost call Zach Bagans on the new, a geek? A geek. You geek. <laughs> um, so I think that would be a good one. Also, I bet you they make a noise kind of like in The Wizard of Oz when the witch is melting and she yells, I'm melting, I'm melting, which is a really weird thing to yell. What would I, I'm crushing. I'm getting squashed. <laughs> and then yell it all over. But like also what a weird thing in that movie to scream 
and explain to people what's happening to you as you're dying. Yeah, how I'm, you're dying. Yeah, oh. I'm exploding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's a weird thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I'm throwing up. <laughs> I'm throwing up as you, as you continue to throw up. It's just like things like a little kid says. Yeah, you're I'm, absolutely right. I'm throwing up. Oh yeah, and they do the, the like they do the like really heavy David Bowie vibrato cry. <laughs> oh, I'm throwing up. Yeah, as they're throwing up. Okay. Well, uh, I we think that know. maybe that answered your question, Kitty Diddy. They make those noises, or maybe they say something that like makes you feel really guilty. Like I understand. No, you know what? I deserve it. <laughs> huh? That's fine. No, and then I... you don't want to because you're like, no. Do you think it would? Right. How would you feel if a spider said, ah, I saw this coming? Uh, I'd still smash it. Well, I think if it like showed me maybe a picture of its family. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of eggs. <laughs> it would be like, Ugh. I don't know if I can anymore. Fine, I'll put you outside, but don't come back in. I actually tell our spiders to stay downstairs. You They're actually allowed do. to live here, but they have to stay downstairs. Yeah, that's true. But then when I have to go do laundry downstairs, it sucks yeah because you've made your own you've you've made that bed there yeah okay well we have one more voicemail from our spooky spouses hotline and it's short and sweet here we go hi this is Todd. i was wondering if you ever heard of haunted video cassettes dvds and what'll happen to the ghosts when we become a streaming society thanks so haunted VHSs. Well, I feel like haunted VHSs are kind of already almost, they're already forgotten about. Yeah, I think haunted DVDs are probably 1%. And then I would think haunted Blu-rays are like 99%. The haunted DVDs are in the $5 bin at the Walmart. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. That means Walmarts are probably pretty haunted. Yeah, if you have one of those EMF readers and you walk over next to the haunted or the uh, $5 bin, I bet you that thing goes crazy. Yeah, but do you think maybe like streaming networks will start being haunted? I don't know if it's possible. Well, Todd brings up a good question is that I don't know if it's possible to haunt digital data. You know, how do you... But you could use that as a form of communication because we use digital recorders. Yeah, that's true. This is a rabbit hole of haunted devices. Not only devices, but the actual files themselves. Like, can you have a haunted piece of data of like information that exists in the cloud maybe it's like you know how they used to say like you'd play a record backwards and you would hear like a demon talking yeah. maybe if we like play a dvd backwards you'll hear a demon talking you could you might a trendier demon yeah that like, dvd demon yeah dvd demon <laughs> This is actually like, this is actually a really funny question or like a really good question. Yeah. Because, well, it's only a matter of time before we're fully streaming. And then if there are haunted VHS or cassette tapes and DVDs or yeah, like actual cassette tapes, like the old Beastie Boys cassette tapes right, or CDs or whatever, any physical thing that holds data on it, I guess those are gone. And then those ghosts become forgotten about. Well, this is this is the thing I am just thinking about now is that real ghost hunters, uh-huh. like groups, like the ghost adventures, ghost hunters, yada, yada, they never use like, they use video cameras to try to catch evidence. But like, remember back in the day, like I think the ring used it, poltergeist used it. They would talk to you through your television. That's true. We don't use that TV vision, ghost catching. 
we don't no we really don't anymore and like or just having the the well think about even on the poltergeist when it was like the when when all the static i bet you there there are people that exist today that have probably never seen real static on a television because they're just used to internet movies and internet tv this is my idea million dollar idea i launch it to netflix it's just a season of static and you watch it and try to get people to talk to you through it. It's like the ghost connection. That would be cool. Yeah. Series one. Series one. Season one, static. Well, now would it be true, actual static or would it just be static that you've programmed to play? Well, that's the fun part. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> will you hear actual ghosts or will you just hear what I've made you believe? Yeah. I don't know. That's difficult. Well, that's a that's a tough question. That is a really, honestly, that's a tough question. It's simple. But I feel like if you got the right people sitting around the right table, figuratively or literally, you could, you could discuss this for a very long time, I feel like. I think so. You could really geek out or be real big ghost dorks about this question. All right. Well... <laughs> Well, let's wrap it up because we don't know the answer. And because um, you wanted to mow mow the grass with your mouth. With my mouth because I just drank this energy double shot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music. We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. Tons of great podcasts. Check it out. We also have a Patreon. We have a merch store. Just do it, you know? Nike, right? Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Just live the Nike lifestyle and just do it. We would also like to thank each and every one of you for listening and helping us spread the word about our silly little show. If you'd like to, please rate and review our show on iTunes if you have nice things to say. Yeah, we only like nice things because that that's just, you know, you're nice to us, we'll be nice to you. Yeah, and also the world already inherently has so much negativity in it. And I feel like let's just stop it. Maybe if people would nicely ask if they could go into Area 51, it wouldn't be such a situation. Yeah. I mean, they're... Did you they're, ever think about that? Well, they obviously haven't. <laughs> and there is a whole thing, you know, it's easier to ask for uh, forgiveness than permission. But maybe if you have 800,000 people asking for permission, then maybe they'll say, okay, sure, just come on in. But that's silly. It is silly. Well, we'd like to thank each and every one of you and have a... I don't know. I can't think of an alien thing. Have um, a UFO. Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Have, have, well, you know what holiday just passed was Independence Day. And that's Mm -hmm. the movie with Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum's in that one too. And this, and my story had Tim Smith. I think our brains linked up this week. There we go. Tim Smith, Will Smith, six degrees to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And there's a part in that movie where Will Smith lights a cigar or something, but like he just crashes plane. He, How- just light- he just bite it. He don't light it. Oh, yeah, you're Getting right. jiggy with it. He just bite it. He don't light it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, everybody, until next Monday, we will see you later. Bye bye. Bye. Chips. Potato. Carrot. Uh, Megan. Hummus. Uh, I don't know any other words. <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> from McDonald's. Um, tapestry. Tantrant. 
of flowers. (laughs) (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply to our own career paths as we make our mark in this world. So join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now.